You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia's daily news podcast, The Quickie, hi, I'm Kimberly Bradish with your evening headlines for Thursday, October 12. A Sydney influencer who posed as a doctor online has been branded a risk to public health and safety. 30-year-old Dahlia Carezzi posted multiple videos to TikTok and Instagram in which she wore medical scrubs and a stethoscope and discussed topics such as reproductive and sexual health despite never being medically qualified. Her accounts have more than 200,000 followers, with some videos reaching over 15 million views. Carezzi pled guilty in court on Wednesday to two charges after falsely claiming to practice medicine. She was given a two-year community corrections order and ordered to pay over 13 grand to cover the costs of medical regulator APRA. A recent study by the National Tertiary Education Union has revealed a significant increase in sexual harassment of university staff, with one-third reporting personal experiences, marking a 50% increase since the last survey in 2018. The majority of perpetrators are said to be colleagues and managers. According to the study, only 13% say they've made a formal complaint, and almost half did not complain at all. More than 50% say they were encouraged to drop complaints, and 44% say they would face negative consequences from the employer. Universities Australia chief says all staff and students should feel utterly supported when reporting sexual harassment to either their institution or police. Australia's most popular electric car brand has paid a record penalty for failing to meet button battery standards in some of its products. Tesla has been fined $155,000 over 10 infringements, including two illuminated strips around car doors and three of their key fobs. Two of those have since been tested and found safe. The ACCC alleged they weren't tested before sale and the doors didn't feature the mandatory safety warnings. It comes more than a year after the Australian regulator introduced new product standards for button batteries following the deaths of three children who swallowed or inserted the small batteries. The royal family have shared their support for Israel, with King Charles saying he is appalled by and condemns the barbaric acts of terrorism following attacks by the Palestinian militant group Hamas. Charles sending his thoughts and prayers to those suffering, particularly those who have lost loved ones. Israel's death toll has reached 1,200, with more than 2,700 wounded after the Hamas militants' hours-long rampage after breaching the border fence around Gaza on Saturday. Retaliatory strikes have killed 1,055 people and wounded 5,184, according to Gaza's Hamas authorities. In Australia, pro-Palestine groups have defended their right to protest after images and videos were shared of anti-Semitic chants being shouted at the Opera House on Monday when it was lit in Israeli colours. 
The head of the Palestine Advocacy Network says a Sydney rally was overtaken by unwanted people, losing the intended message of solidarity, promising a second protest will be peaceful. Rally organisers have denounced the chants and say racism is not welcome. They confirmed a second rally was planned to go ahead at Town Hall in Sydney on Sunday afternoon, while other gatherings are taking place across the country in Canberra, Perth and Brisbane tomorrow, Melbourne, Sydney and Adelaide on Sunday. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the quickie, check out today's Deep Dive, which breaks up the bad news by discussing the good news about wombats. We speak with a man who is known as the Wombat Guy, who has made it his mission to save his local wombat population from a fatal infection. This Deep Dive episode is certainly the newsfeed cleanser we all need. The quickie, getting you up to speed daily wherever you get your podcasts.